And so I was thinking about it and I said, okay, do I ever lay my title down? Do, do I ever lay my title down? Do I ever stop being a father? No, never stop being a father, never stop being a friend. And then like you said, we may pick up titles along the way that we didn't even know. And it could exactly. just be a momentary title, just a, per, a temporary title just for that moment mm-hmm. so that you can help somebody. Your calling could be just for that moment. You know, True. somebody needs something yeah. in just that moment. Yeah. And you are who is chosen to carry a message to somebody. This is We Form the Future, a podcast and radio show that is meant to empower Black voices and our community. I'm your host, and my name is Jasmine. I'm a multidisciplinary artist, creative writer, and public speaker from the Twin Cities of Minnesota. I'm also a believer in the idea that the future is up to us. I believe that we can form the future to support and benefit us for generations to come. And I'm excited, so excited, to share with you the inspiring stories and revolutionary ideas in this podcast. Each week on We Form the Future, a different individual or organization will bring us varying perspectives on the Black experience and explore novel approaches to life, art, existing social structures, and new ways to form a better future. We Form the Future is created by WFNU Frogtown Community Radio and funded by the Transformative Black-Led Futures Fund, whose goal is to support those who are responding to the political and cultural opportunity to defund the police and begin the transition process toward developing and implementing a shared vision of community-led safety and investment. We Form the Future is aired on WFNU LP 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio in St. Paul every Saturday at 1 p.m. You can learn more about this program by visiting weformthefuture.com. On this episode of We Form the Future, we hear from Eric Goodlow and Charles Moss Jr., who host a radio program called Soul Audible Detox on Frogtown Radio. Eric Goodlow and Charles Moss Jr., nicknames VP and Prez, have been childhood friends since the fourth grade, 39 years strong. They wanted to bring their personal conversations to the airwaves discussing cultural topics of being black men in the society and how they handle things like relationships, fatherhood, friendship, racial inequities and inequalities that plague the world today. Soul Audible Detox is bringing real black conversations from a real black perspective from real life experiences to the forefront. Nothing is left off the table. Everything is considered as these two 50-year-old friends bring to life conversations and topics from soul, when to call an audible in life, and detoxing yourself from negative situations. This show is covering all of the things from understanding self, finding purpose, to health, and more. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Soul Audible Detox. He's the VP, I'm the Prez, and uh, we're so glad to be with you all tonight. How you doing, sir? Man, I'm excited. I it's it, Shoot, it was what? Was it 50 degrees today? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah I, was outside, I was outside taking a call during work, and I was like, feels kind of nice. Nice. It, yeah. it was nice. And, and uh, just anticipating for the show, got, mm-hmm. got a lot of topics that we can cover. We probably ain't going to have enough time, but we're going to... 
We, we do, you know we how do. we do. We don't know how we do. Got some ideas to to, to expand the, the the reach of So Audible Detox, and That's right. uh, you know we are on uh, Twitter, the Twitter machine right now. Why don't you give them the uh, handle? Yeah, anybody that's uh, you know, I think our audience may not quite be on the you know social media school like that, but if you do have a Twitter handle, mm-hmm. um, you can reach us at at VP Prez. It's at V, the letter V, P, capital P, R, E, S. Hit us up. Say, yeah. give us a comment. Say something smart. How's your week been so far? It, uh, you know what, it's been, uh, honestly, last week and, and the week before, you know, we, we even talked a little bit about it on the show, was my birthday last week, week before, mm-hmm. you know, took a little trip with the lady to uh, Chicago and, and celebrated her birthday. Um, and so it... And during those days, I wasn't really focused on work again. And, and we've talked about self-care and we'll talk a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I really made a conscious effort to, you know, keep my eyes off my emails, my work emails right. and, and stay. So, you know what that means, though, when you do finally come back. Right. I literally it took me into what's today? Hump Day Wednesday hump took day me Wednesday. into Hump Day Wednesday to feel like, OK, I think I'm mostly caught up with my emails and that. But. You know, it made the days go by quicker and made uh, so detox, so audible detox get here faster. So uh, I ain't mad at it. All right. How about yours? Uh, You know, Monday, I don't know why, but I was struggling on Monday a little bit. Mm. And uh, yesterday was a good day. Got a lot of, got some good news at the end of the day. Shared some bad news with some people. There's a lot of... uh, there's a lot of things going on with a lot of people, man. And so, you know, trying to make sure that I uh, extend myself to support people when they're going through just like I want to be supported. But right. sometimes you got to cut that off because sometimes you can't take that self-care. Uh, you, yep, yeah, you don't want to no, take on everybody else's. No. Yeah, that, that no, that, that no. no. Yeah, that no. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about right. that. Well, that on a, on a flip, there's two no's. There's a good no and a bad no. Yes. Okay. Agreed. I, I, I feel we can you. Dice- we, we, yeah, let's we can dissect, dissect that a little bit. Yeah, we, we can we, dissect but that. I feel you. Okay. All right. You ready to eat? I am. Okay. Hungry too. What, what, what you got? So <clears throat> we brought this up a little bit last week uh, about who are you without your title, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if that question hit you and you couldn't quite answer that question, then hit us up on the, on the Twitter and let us know what you're thinking because uh, – it was, you know, it was a really deep question. And even it was so deep that the VP was like, I don't even know how to answer that question. And that's right. when I know I got a good question. Because, right. You know. Yeah. When, easy, when you stump me. Yeah. When I stump you, then it's just like, oh, man. So anyways, I remixed that to from who are you without your title to even better. Who are you when you lay your title down mm. or. Can you even see yourself or do you have trouble with laying your title down? So who am I without my title? I, mm-hmm. I, I did put some some thought to it. First and foremost, I'm both and. So okay. I'm, I'm all of those things that I am that are titled a father, you know, a, a hard worker, you know, a kappa, you know, a, a, a boyfriend, a, a, all of those things, a mm-hmm. son, mm-hmm. A, 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 a Jedi, mentor. Yep. a mentor, and yep. all those things. But without my title, a coach, a, a coach. Thank you, thank you for throwing that in there. I, I do, I do like that too. Um, but without my title, 
I'm Eric, Eric Lashawn. Okay. And and I'm blessed to be him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lord put me on this earth for a reason. It mm-hmm. took me a while to accept what that was, what, what his, um, you know, vision and, and plan was for me. And minus a title, it's, it's to be there. I, me and Sheila talk about this all the time. I'd be... I'll be in Target, bro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Target got a uniform, right? People got a uniform. Right. And somebody in need, and I can see them a store away, will pass 10 people and come directly to me and ask for something, ask for help in some way. Not, And I'm not talking like, oh, help save my life. I'm in mm-hmm. danger. But mm-hmm. just, oh, do you know where this is at? And I'm like, did you just walk by 10 people and they come to me? And I don't even right. got on no red and khaki. Right. But. That's who I am without my title. And, and it took okay. me a minute to not be angry at yeah. that and just accept that because that's why he put me here is mm-hmm. to be that. I'm a beacon. I, I shine. I, I, I attract. And, and, and people feel comfortable with that. They feel like they can come for me when they have a question of any sort or have a need and won't get, you know, whatever humans fears are when, when when you want to talk to people that you don't know so um so i think that's what i am without my title but again it's both and you know i'm i'm all those things that don't require a title as well as the things that do just to respond from that um i think that more or less just to give props where props is due this question came from a really deep conversation with my sister yanni so if okay. you're listening shout out to you yg I thought about the fact that sometimes there are people who are title chasers. Ooh. Ooh. There are people who they want to be recognized by a title. They want a whole bunch of letters behind their name. They want to make sure, like, title brings them, feels like it brings them entitlement. Ooh. Come on now, prayers. That's why we call you the prayers. All right, keep it coming. And so... There are there are title chasers out there. Now let me let me just make sure that I differentiate what I'm saying. Okay. Like it's good for a person to uh graduate from high school, go off to college, go off to more college, get their bachelor's, get their 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 um their uh, masters, right. their PhD, stuff like that. We know people like that. But sometimes there are individuals who and yes, you should be proud of those titles, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, now we're gonna go spiritual. At the end of the day, whether you believe or you don't believe, God's looking right past. I said God is Boom. looking right past that title. That title ain't gonna get you no VIP. Boom. I think you you got an amen on there, but right. I think somebody might come back and say what I said is that well, VP, you said when somebody is needing something, they'll come to it. That's still a title. You're in need, whatever. But but I, I want to attach it to what you just yeah, said. That's right. what God put me here for, and there's no title to right. that. Yeah, one of the things that you said is you will be in Target doing your thing, and people seek you out. Yes, but you don't know. Whether or not I think you're, you're starting to accept the the calling, whatever the calling is, and you're yeah. calling. And when I say calling, it doesn't mean like you have a calling on your life. You may to be in ministry, but I think you're always ministering. Right. We minister every day on the thread. Man, 
Man, sometimes we have to talk them off the ledge too. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's real talk. Like our conversation on the thread, we we have we have we have our playtime and we have our joke time, but we we've had we've had those serious ministering conversations either collectively or individually. I might interrupt you just real go quick. Go ahead, just, I know, because I don't this want is you a milestone. Go, 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 go. It's a milestone moment. Nephew DeRay just tweeted, hit us on the Twitter box. And so he actually threw out Who Am I Without My Title? A man trying to enjoy my blessings and spread my light. Look at that. Woo wee. Boy. Woo wee. Ooh wee. Sticky nephew, icky icky. Look at you. Drop like knowledge. Nephew. I like that. So what I was saying is like in ministry, what I, when I said I forgot what I said, but I said something right. about oh, you don't have to necessarily be have a calling in ministry. You could, but what I'm saying is your calling could be just for th- that moment. You know, True. somebody needs something yeah. in just that moment, yeah. and you are who is chosen to mm-hmm. carry a message to somebody. Yeah. And you never know that. So that's what I meant in ministry. So a caveat to that. So a lot of times I've had it. Last time I probably had it was maybe about a couple of years ago, but would would do the, get the same thing. People... And I don't want to say gravitate, but people kind of, you know, seek me out. So maybe, I don't know, not not being modest or anything. But That's what we're talking grab, about. I okay. mean, you, we so, all here for a purpose. Right, right, right. So that, right. that might be. So, yep. Let me let me give it. So people will gravitate to me and, and seek me out and whatever else. And I may not know them from Adam. And I tell them I try to tell them whatever's in my heart, not what's in my mind. Mm-hmm. First thing that comes in my heart, I try even even when I'm talking to my boys, my fellas, my family, my friends, and my kids, I always try to tell them what's in my heart, not in my not from my mind. And right. I can expound, expound on that later, expand on that later. But I just believe that I used to be oh that's what I'm sorry. Boy, I'm lost. I used to always the question was always asked to me, are you a pastor? Mm. And I'd be like, no. Right. And so, and again, we'll just say, and we can talk about that different. The only mm-hmm. way I would walk into that and accept that calling mm-hmm. is if I knew that I knew that I knew, because that's something that I'm afraid to just say, I think that's, I can't be, I, I have to be 100% right. sure. And, 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 and you would. I, I believe right. Well, everybody, you know, you always Some people have, run from their yeah, callings. Yeah, you always have yeah. that. But but I believe, you know, those that answer that calling, most of them. Mm-hmm. And then you also have some folks that, that fake and perpetrate. But mm-hmm. most, the majority, they know. Right. They know. Right. So back to the, kind of took the long route, but back yep. to the question about the title. And so I was thinking about it and I said, okay, do I ever lay my title down? Do do I ever lay my title down? Can do I ever am, do I ever stop being a father? No, nope. never stop being a father. Never stop being a friend. And then, like you said, we may pick up titles along the way that we didn't even know, and it could exactly. just be a momentary title, just a per, a temporary title, just for that moment, mm-hmm. so that you can help somebody. Yes. So, but uh, I like what you said though. And I've had some discussion back and forth with it, and you know, and 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 I, and the question is for you to answer, to look at yourself, and to take time out to pause and think about who you are, because you wear so many hats. Mm-hmm. I know that nephew is a great father. 
he he's 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 a great friend. He's a great brother. He, he's a great husband, and he's also a great mentor and teacher. And he, you know, and so like I seen him post something today about one of his kids, and like he loves the kids, man. He he's he's in a he's in a perfect position yes. doing what he loves yeah. and doing what he's passionate about. Exactly. And when you do what you love and you do what you're passionate about, man, you a bad person. Hey, hey, and 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 and. You know, good we way, all the good, bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we all know, but he gave up something to follow that passion. Mm-hmm. He gave up something that was pretty solid and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, financially and whatever. Yep. But he needed to follow his passion and his calling. And, yep. and I, not everybody can do that. I did that, too. You to did. Be honest, I did. You did. I, you took, did. I took a hit when I you left did. corporate and came over to nonprofit. Yep. But the... You had to. I had to. You had to. Like I was, I was out of fuel, man, and and, and, and it it became, <laughs> it became scary. Like I need to get out of here. And like you said, if you know, we we talk about some of these topics for those that are listening and mm-hmm. those that hear us. And at some point, I think the world will hear us. But we bring up these topics because we want you to stop and think. Who are you without your title? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't get that question asked, do we ever really stop and think about that? Most of us don't. I got some people that is so worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or in the future and how they're not ready that it becomes a stress. Mm-hmm. It becomes a, 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 a crutch. It becomes a barrier. It's like, you know what? God is going to take care of that plan. You're going to figure it out if you keep moving forward. That's but right. what we have to do is take a moment to ask ourselves these questions. Who are we without this title? Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't have this title, who would you be? Mm-hmm. Or any of these titles, I should say. If you didn't have all these responsibilities, what would you do with your life? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and sometimes just take a deep breath, relax, and just live in the moment. I, I mean, we are so instant gratification that, uh, again, if, if you lay that title down, you know, people get lost. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I love how you said, you know, are, are you chasing are you chasing the title and, and are you mm-hmm. looking for entitlement because that's not promised to anybody mm-hmm. and let, let's just go back to that real quick because I'm going to wrap something up yep, yep. I'm going to connect something connect the dots on this one we always got to play to advocate play the other side play offense play defense so there are people out there that really like want to be successful mm-hmm. I think we all do in some some way shape or form yep. we all want to be successful but there are some people who really, there are some people that really chase that title because they think that that title is going to make them. That's exactly, that, I, that was yeah. the word I was going to use, yeah. but I was trying to, okay, it's going to make them, exactly, yeah. perfect. And, but when you, when again, when, when you, if you think money is going to make you, if you think money defines, that's the word I was looking for. If you think, thank you. When, if you think that money defines you or your career defines you, it may describe you, but it shouldn't define you. And here we go with the segue. This is for all you sports people out there who want us to talk about sports. So check this out. So there was a gentleman and I believe he's a, a soccer player. And I might mess up his name, but it's uh, Zalatan, Zalatan, uh, Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic. Ooh, 
That's Ibrahimovic. I, that's as close as I'm going to get. I'm going to roll with it. Let's right. roll with that. Anyways, he, he made a comment about LeBron James. He made a suggesting comment to LeBron James that he should stay out of politics. Politics divides the world. This is his quote. Politics divides the world. Sports united. Football unites athletes wherever we do what we do to unite. This was my message. Okay, this is the second post. Athletes should be asked. Okay, athletes should be athletes and politicians should do politics. This is my segue to that. When LeBron James puts on, before he puts on his jersey, when he walks into the Staples Center, he is a black man. LeBron, I don't know his middle name, LeBron James. Right. He's a husband and has many different titles. Then he comes to the Staples Center, who he's employed by. Right. And then he puts on his jersey. Right. But he's still... LeBron James, exactly. the black man, the father, the husband, the friend, all of his titles. Right. Now he just added another title for the evening. Yep. Because when he takes off that jersey, yep. he's still LeBron James and all of his titles. I was just about to say that. So how do you separate politics from sports you're still the same person. The, the, you, you still have emotions, the things that still affect you in the world. The world is watching. Yep. Here we go. But if LeBron James, the athlete, was to leave the Staples Center that night and go to a bar and be seen with somebody else. Preach. Preach. Then Preach. Do, do we, we stop, already know. Then, then do we stop talking about, you know, what 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 he is and what he isn't? Right. And, you know, like, you know, he's it's I believe that and, and you get a lot of this, especially you got a lot of it during the summer of 2020 when all the civil unrest. You also got it when Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. And why, why, why do you? And that's a whole nother subject we're going to get on. Yeah. We, we ain't forgot about there. we ain't forgot about number seven. We, we got to yep. go But my 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 conversation to that is a lot of people were like, well, you know, they, they shouldn't be protesting and they shouldn't be doing that. Why? Because the same thing that's happening outside the arena is happening to somebody who looks like me. And I still have a voice. I just have a voice, but with a jersey on. Right. Right. And it, 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 it's, yeah, the, it's the high-level concept of a night in Miami, for those that have seen it, right? Mm-hmm. In, in speaking that, you know, maybe from the other angle where, you know, uh, Malcolm was trying to say, use your platform. That's right. You know, to speak on the injustices and things and going just, out. And LeBron is actually doing that. Now we've... What, 60 years later, somebody is saying you shouldn't use your platform because sports unite, politics divide. Does that mean that's how it should be? Mm-hmm. That, that may be true. I might not necessarily disagree with that, but why should politics be division? Why? It's because culturally and historically, we've allowed that to happen here in America. And 
Why shouldn't that change? Or who who says that that's the rule? That is, that ain't what the Constitution says. That actually shouldn't be the rule. We just made it that where people now blindly say, well, because I believe in this, then I'm just going to do whatever it takes. And, and even if we can clearly see that the room here in Frogtown is green, I'm just because I believe or I'm, I'm a member of a different affiliation, I'm going to tell you, prayers that now nah, it's pink. And you'd be like, well, man, everybody in the world that ain't colorblind that says green, but nope, nope, because these folks over here believe Oops, that it's sorry. pink, that I'm going to argue you, I'm going to fight you, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out weapons, I'm going to talk about how it's my God-given American right to do this until you agree with me or because you disagree with me that it's pink. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so... Y'all get so, on the Twitter and challenge us. Yeah, if you disagree, yeah. tell us what you think, but... Um, Nephew's yes. paying attention. Nephew's on. Nephew, yeah. let, let me throw this before go you ahead, go, go there. Ahead, go let ahead. me. So, so he said, you know, he he commented that the whole question of chasing the title or who you are without the title. He said he was very busy chasing a title more than his passion. And at one point, he almost ended up driving himself crazy over something that he didn't see, even want to see, do every day. See, when you when you when you tell a person who is being whose race culture is being oppressed and you want them to go on the basketball court and just play basketball just do your job you are the greatest basketball player of this lifetime this lifetime and go out there and do your job and don't respond to politics how do you do that when you are still a father you're still a black man and the politics that you want him to stay out of has to do with People who look just like him, as old as his son, like it's a real thing. And we're going to stop after I say this, unless you got something to say. It's a real thing that, and I'm talking about black folk because I'm black and it's a black show, but we welcome all. So from that perspective, it's a real thing when a black man has to have a conversation with his son about getting his license and mm-hmm. driving a car legally, there's a whole long conversation that takes place that I'll put money on it didn't take place when you and I got our license. Right. Whole different conversation. Yep. And to just the period, put the period on the end of put that? the period. Exclamation point. The exclamation point, too, is, well, okay, is that White people are not having that same conversation. And never have had to. Nope. Never and if have you, had and to. If you, if you out there and you white and you beg to differ, hit us on the Twitter at VP Prez at the letter V, the letter P, the letter P R E S. All right. So I wrote that down as part two. We're going to come back to that. Okay. Hit All us right. up on Twitter, y'all. Hit us up. Hit us up. Let's, let's keep let's the conversation the, going. Okay. Now that we went through the appetizers, come on. Okay, so so you know we we uh, as as we've talked about the last couple of weeks we've uh, we've reached that half century point and um, actually probably should be beforehand uh, probably yes. five or years prior yep. to your fifty especially for people of color African American mm-hmm. specifically but um, it's that time for 
physicals and colonoscopies yeah. and prostate checks and yeah. all that. So uh, did, let, let, let's talk. A, let, let's go there. Yep. Some 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 cats may be squinching and, and squirming and, and and what the but it's real, man. And yep. and, and yeah, we need to do this. Yep. So so what's your, what's your thoughts on that? Well, it it just so happens that mine is scheduled on Monday. How you feel, man? Colonoscopy. Honestly, I'm a little nervous. And I'm, I'm nervous for two different reasons. I'm a little nervous because I don't, and you and all the rest of the fellas and other people have told me, um, even one of my sisters that I work with told me she just got hers done. And she just said, she said, Chuck, they're going to give you this shot. 20 minutes later, you're going to wake up. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. You know, so I just get a little nervous by being put, <clears throat> to, sleep, by, by being put to sleep. But... I think the more the more nervousness comes from just wanting and I've been saying it over and over when I get my clean bill of health. But there's been some anxiety and some nervousness about, you know, hoping that uh, I get a clean bill of health. Right. But, you know, I have to. You will, bro. Thank We're going to put that Thank in you, there. Thank you, brother. Put will. that in the operation. And you be, you've been focused on, on preparing for that. Yeah. You've been changing and making some well, I lifestyle I slipped off change. a little bit, but, well, you, you know, know we Life, do. we human. But I'm, it's totally not as bad as it used to be. Right, right, right. But, uh, and I appreciate that. But, no, it's, it's, it, it is something that we are bringing up on the show because, especially to our brothers of color, Man, go on, go go ahead and get it, man. Like 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 the sister told me, and I've had one before because I've had some issues when I was younger, but uh, everything has been fine. But you know, probably and not to be put in, but why not? Probably about a year ago, right right after the pandemic, I was having some stomach issues, mm-hmm. and that led me to change my diet. Right, because I got a a, a report back that my um, uh, my liver and my pancreas levels were elevated, and I was like, "What? Mm. What? What, the, what does that mean?" Mm. And so, basically, I was told I needed to change my diet up. I needed to reduce some things and take some things away and stuff like that. And so, I made the change because I know that those two organs are two organs that you do not want to play with. Yeah, you kind of need them. Yeah. And so, you know, just want to encourage all, you don't want to spend too much time on it, but we will be coming back to things like that. But just really putting the message out there to tell all the brothers, you know, and cancer is running amok, man. man. And, and the other thing, real quick, and I'll let you go, is um, a lot of people just been, and I don't know if it's just since the whole pandemic, but as you get older, and we've talked about this, and I definitely want to revisit this, is that you start to really think about your mortality. You start to think about, you know what, I'm 50. Do I, and I said, we talked about this last time, but realistically, you would love to, to, to live till 80. I know our brother Chisel is all chiseled up and everything. And, you know, <laughs> at 95 years old, you know, is, right. he, is he like, literally, is he still going to be able to do that stuff? And I'm not yeah. putting him down, yeah. but I'm just saying at some times, father time catches up to you. We Absolutely. all want to live a long life, but time we, is undefeated. But then you got to think about, I love that. Then I then you got to think about at some time at ninety five years old and what the world is what's going on in the world and everything else are you do you really want to yeah, live? Do we to be wanna, yeah, do we? You, that's a great question. Yeah, that's it. But but that's deep. So so, so yeah. we we ain't gonna slip down that slope. No. We'll come back. Yeah. But but again, I think the takeaway is you know understandably, and I actually was talking about this to a, a white gentleman earlier mm-hmm. today. Uh, understandably. And from our history and culturally, we get 
the the the, the hesitation for doctors and visits oh, yeah. and, and and men men period. And then I was right. gonna say, and then men in general have another you know innate. You know, I'm tough, and and if I don't know what's wrong with me, then then nothing's wrong with me. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that type know of thing. Know your body, know your red flags. Exactly. Um, and, and that's the bottom line. Is is you know, and a doctor should be something that that you shouldn't just have to. You shouldn't just be going to when something's wrong. I mean, you know, exactly. do your annual, that, yeah. go every year. Um, make sure you have a relationship and you're comfortable with your your physician. Make sure you put some work into it. You know, if if you're not feeling like whoever your medical provider is is not switch up, yeah, is not talking to you right or yeah. not giving you the information you yeah. need or not saying something, and you'll know, mm-hmm. you know, you'll feel it. Be like, whoa, 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 I ain't really feeling that. Do you really care about me? Because they should care about you. Yeah. I had to change my my doctor yeah. during the pandemic last year because uh, I just felt like, um, and I'll just put it out there, being a type 2 diabetic mm-hmm. and struggling with weight all my life, and right now I'm at, in probably the not best shape but at the best weight I've been since high school. So I didn't want to say best shape in in, in case Chisel's listening. <laughs> if he's listening, I got my 50 in for my birthday, though, man, bro. Come on, man. You ain't good, Chuck. What about you, Chuck Smooth? <laughs> no, I wasn't, no, Smooth. I wasn't trying to be like Shout that. out to Chisel. Yeah. I hope you're listening, brother, because you're going to be on this show. Yeah. yeah but no, I, I think that, you know, like you said, you, you have to be able to have that relationship you know, if you are going to be committed to your barber, fellas, be committed to yourself exactly. and your doctor and make sure you're getting out that. <laughs> no, don't stop talking. And make sure you're getting what you need from your yes. doctor. And like VP said, you know, do the preventative checkups now because Brother C. Wood lost his father to, um, I believe, and, and forgive me if it's wrong, brother, but I, um, prostate cancer. And is a firm believer, he's not even 50 yet. I think he's like 47, but anybody, he's getting his checkups and stuff like that, his preventive checkups to make sure because I believe it's hereditary. Like I said, man, cancer is just like some of them, some of these, some of these diseases don't show no signs. A lot of our health is hereditary, though, and mm-hmm. sometimes we don't even know it. And mm-hmm. I mean, because we, we don't necessarily think about whatever may have ailed our parents, you know could have been passed on, you know, because we still feeling good, right? Like, But I love that. You know, that's going to come back in, okay. in the reflections. And I think you were saying when you were responding, when you were responding to the question, you said, don't wait to 50. Right, right. You like, shouldn't. Yeah. You should. And, uh, you know, especially folks of African-American descent, we should be talking about it at 40. And at the latest, 45 should be your first one. Mm-hmm. Um because again, like so many other diseases and, and afflictions and whatever, we have the highest instance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just our culture, our peoples, men and women, right. just have the highest instance. And and the, the thing is, the sooner you detect things like yeah. that, the more curable it is. That's right. Yeah, That's so. right. So, go on and be like me and be like VP. Go on, let them let them put you to sleep and have a sweet dream and wake up and. And, and let me let me say this right quick before we transition. Uh, just on the Twitter machine, B said, you know, and and as we've been talking, 
it is connected to your family health history and you should have that conversation with your parents. For those of us that are blessed to still have our parents mm-hmm. around, talk to them. You know, ask them about the, you know, any health issues about auntie and great uncle and, and great grandfather and, and pay attention and, and, and talk to them about what they're going to see their doctor for because that will give you some insight into you. Thanks, B. We want to thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the show. This is the part of the show. The last eight minutes, I'm going to say this real fast, is dedicated to VP in his Black Heroes segment. And then right following that, immediately following that, you will hear reflections with VP here on So Audible Detox. Our hero for this week is William Monroe Trotter. He was born April 7th, 1872. In Ohio, and he died in uh, April 7th, 1934. Wow, he died on his birthday in Boston, Massachusetts. So he was an African-American journalist and vocal advocate of racial equality in the early 20th century. So why I really brought him up is that he founded The Guardian, um, which was a a weekly newspaper for black um, African-American civil rights, founded in 1901. And he always criticized those pragmatic um, African-Americans like Booker T. Washington, who was on the other side, would have been a Republican in today's world. Um, But along with W.E.B. Du Bois, Ida B. Wells, um, and Mary White Overington, Trotter helped form the Niagara Movement in 1909 and help create the National Assignment Association for Advancement of Colored People, which is now known as the NAACP. So that is our black history, or excuse me, our black hero. Thank you, sir. And so with the three minutes I got left, Bring us home. Reflections with VP. So today was deep, and, and we never have enough time, but who are you without your title? Remix! Who are you when you put your title down? I think we should be both and. But are you a title chaser? Does that bring you entitlement as you're chasing? Think about that. From the immortal words of my nephew, who was he without a title? He is a man trying to enjoy his blessings and spread his light to his children, his family, and the world. Should athletes only be athletes? Should they stay out of politics? Well, we believe that sports unites us and has been a platform that we can use to speak to one another when everything was segregated. The first place we broke down these walls was in sports. That's also credit to uh, DeRay. Health and wellness, lastly, doctor visits y'all. Set up them annual physicals. Get your colonoscopies. You know, talk to your doctors. Prostate check. If you're going to be committed and look for your barber and 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 make sure the the fade and and the line is tight, you need to do the same thing for your doctor. And I'll end this with the with a Minnesota saying: Just get her done. Just get her done. And in closing, as we always do, don't believe all you hear. Don't spend all you have. And don't sleep all you want. You just heard from Eric Goodlow and Charles Moss Jr., hosts of Soul Audible Detox on WFNU Frogtown Radio, heard every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. I'm your host, Jasmine, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Form the Future. Music from today's episode is from Akebe Shakedown. Mm.
Production of We Form the Future episodes are by Sounds Powerful Productions. We'll be back next week with another great episode. For more information on We Form the Future, visit weformthefuture.com. Thank you.